and welcome back to Rise of the Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Kara. And I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> I, this this computer, I don't know. I'm blaming the computer. It definitely is not my fault. That's for sure. Oh, man. Well, hey, last week you got to see one light, and now there's more. So this is all of Chris's design. He's like, I want it lit up. I'm getting these lights, Jeremy. We're going to do this. We're going to get these lights, and we're going to put them up all over this and under the couch and lit. around. So <laughs> as you can see, you know what? We have a little bit more dynamic background now, and it is awesome. We got lights underneath. We got the – I love the accent lights. Like, I can just see the red and green going around. Kara said it looks like Boba Fett's having, like, a little rave down there. <laughs> Wait, so. Boba Fett, Vader? Boba Fett and Vader. Yep. They're having a party underneath the thing. So it just, it looks really good. The other thing that we've been talking about doing for at least a year is putting up these shelves. We've got Gabe, the permanent Ewok there on set. Wow, I don't know how to point. <laughs> uh, we've got Gabe the Ewok. That's his name. He is up on permanent display. Um, we've got all sorts of fun stuff. We're going to be, you know, we've got so many Lego sets to display, so many things to do, and just adds a little bit to our set. So I think mm -hmm. it's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. I love the tree. It's just is festive and it's fun. I love it. So we, we're not excited for Christmas or anything. Yeah, not one bit. Not this is even a, a little. This is it. So I we talked about the last podcast that I'm like Christmas Grinch, mm -hmm. and then we watched Charlie Brown Christmas, and I'm like, I'm Charlie Brown. It's true. I am Charlie Brown. What's and the then, point of Christmas, Linus? Yeah, exactly. That's me. I am Charlie. Mm -hmm. And then even the dog Snoopy sells out. Like Snoopy enters the like world's <laughs> best, uh, you know. Um, decorated house. Decorated house. And then he wins. Of course he does. So it's so awesome. Hey, thanks, David. So the oh. shells look really good. Oh, thanks, David. Jeremy didn't do any of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's 100% responsible for the way that the shelves on the LEDs look right now. Yep. So if the shelves fall down, it's my <laughs> fault. Because I was like, oh, well, you know, one side's into a stud, one side's into a wall anchor. I... So wall anchors are unavoidable, you know. You'd think they would know the shelf was more than wide enough to be 16 inches on end, but the bracket's just in the middle part, so. Yeah. But hanging shelves is boring. In co pale comparison to when we started the podcast, we started it. There's a quote in the trailer on the channel, like, this is the year of Star Wars, and that was 2019. No, next year <laughs> is the year of Star Wars. Or, well, oh, my goodness. Between next year and 2023, the, everything is being released. I Disney Plus is, should just be called Star Wars Plus. With Seriously? all of the content. Now, I just don't think it's possible that every one of these shows is going to have the level of The Mandalorian. I don't think it's going to happen. I think uh, my mom doesn't really watch. She loves watching the movies, and that was it. She does not touch the animated stuff. She's addicted to Mandalorian. Professionals that Carol work with... They're watching The Mandalorian. People are watching The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. But I, I think a big part of that is because it's like a first. It's a first live action thing. Well, the doctor, one of the doctors, after he's done with Mandalorian, he told me, he was like, he's like, I'm going back. I'm watching Clone Wars. I'm watching Rebels. I'm watching Resistance. And so then I used my professional email and I sent him links <laughs> to the chronological release of Clone Wars. Because it's professional work. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it is very important to keep all those things straight. Too. If I didn't have the the watch order thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still did get confused occasionally. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how big of a cluster it would have been. So, like, off the top of my head, we ha I have the Obi-Wan series. There's an Ahsoka series, which I can't mm -hmm. believe Boba is coming Fett out. Series. A Boba Fett series. Bad Badge. Cassian series. Acolyte. There's Acolyte. There's another one that starts with an A that's not Ahsoka. 
Oh, there's the Rogue Squadron. I love the Rogue Squadron video game. Like, that was so good. I can't imagine how good a Rogue, Rogue Squadron TV show is. Chris just said the Bad Batch is coming out. I kind of hope Rogue Squadron like, follows the Alphabet Squadron, maybe. That'd be kind of cool. But Rogue sick. Squadron was its own distinct squadron, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they'll run into the Alphabet Squadron. That'd be awesome. Well, the time frame that, like, the Rogue Squadron video game was just epic was in, like, Height of the Empire time. Like, right before Luke yeah. blew up the Death Star. Yeah, like, like they were... doing all their daring missions. Oh, so, so good. And Wedge was, like, a huge component of that. And um, Biggs would have still been around if it was before the Death Star attack. Yeah. So, because rest in peace, Biggs. <laughs> You had an Poor epic Biggs. mustache, man. <laughs> yeah, like thanks the seventies. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but no, I just like wow, man, what a time to be a Star Wars fan. And my mom was like, just called me up randomly, and she, and you know, you struggle with like Animal Crossing as a video game, right? Video games in general, still to this day, have a negative connotation. Like it could be considered a waste of time, even though we all all know it's not. Okay, it's not. No different than watching a TV show. Or a podcast about Star Wars. Watching a podcast about what podcast. Okay, so you know, you you just said video games still have a negative connotation. They do. So it's really funny because I'll have a lot of guys come and sit in my chair at work. I'll be cleaning their teeth. I'm like, oh, what are you into? And they're like, oh, I love snowboarding and I love being outside and going hiking and doing all these things. I'm like. That's a socially acceptable uh starter. And then I'm like, do you play video games? And they're like, well, sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do you play? And they list off like five or six different games. And I was like, dude, you're a gamer. Like, you may hike and stuff yeah. during the day, but you game just as much as the rest of us. Don't even start. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up. because uh, So I am on a variety of uh, online dating apps. And I swear to God, 130% of people, the number one thing that is like, I love hiking in the outdoors. I so love hiking. Sick. No, you don't. No, you don't. I was like, <laughs> I've seen your profile. You really like no outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, like- it's okay to say F the outside. I'm going to be inside chilling, doing cool nerd shit stuff. Yes. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But no, I, that's what I'm saying. Is, and I'm like, <clears throat> I don't le- lead with that. Never would I tell my hygienist, be like, oh, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, man, I slayed it in Destiny last night, or I fired up COD and loved it. Like, that would not have been an acceptable way to spend your time. Ten years ago. Honestly, know, I'm probably one of the only hygienists in the world, though, that's like, I liked a video game. I liked to play. Well, yeah, it blows know. everyone's minds, and they're like, what the heck? I love all the, like, like stubborn kids that warm up to you because... Oh, yeah, I get kids all the time, like, typically between the ages of, like, 13 and 15, where they're like, ugh. I'm too cool for this. Like, I'm too cool for clean teeth. Yes, right? exactly. My teeth are gnarly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll you don't sit, even know. Seriously, and then I'll sit and I'll start talking with them about video games, and it's just like, boom, <laughs> that cool wall is like shattered. And we can just sit and chit-chat about, you know, all the nerdy video games and things that we like to play. And I got a plus four sword of Excalibur's <laughs> touch. <laughs> exactly. By the way, Chris, Worst top to have a water bottle forever on set are these sucky kinds, so I just unscrewed it so I can just drink. Because you get the back air in, and it's just whoosh, yep. So it's just horrible when you're and if you if you suck out too much, then the bottle starts going, and it goes, It starts to crinkle. Yep. So, yeah, I, just, I can't imagine at a time where um, people, like, yeah. Anyways, so back to, let's get, roll the clock back. My point about bringing it up is, Star Wars can still have a negative connotation to it. Like, some people still think it's nerdy, given the height mm-hmm. of oh, so many people loving it. It can still have a negative connotation. Oh, heck yeah. So the fact that uh, Star Wars or Disney is putting all their eggs in the basket 
for Disney Plus and doing all these Star Wars shows is really incredible because it, it just means it's not going anywhere. It's a great it's a great topic to have a podcast on. This is keeping us in business for Gabe wants enough kids in the U.S. talk like that. <laughs> the door he wants to. Some of them do. I I had one kid come in like you could tell he was a skater skater boy. Like, his dad had dreads, long dreads, like, huge gauged ears. And the kid comes in, basically like a mini-me of his dad. Mm-mm. And, like, he was one of those, I'm too cool for this. Mm. Like, flossing? Who flosses, right? And so... The kid with the backpack, that's you. Oh, right? And so, yeah, he and, I, he and I talked about video games, and he really opened up. And I think I may have gotten him onto flossing, because I'm a cool hygienist, like... How dare you trick a young, innocent <laughs> youth like that, Karen? You can't get them to floss their teeth. How, how would you even go about that? Like, oh, you know, you got some sweet achievements in, you know, cyberpunk, but you can get an achievement in real life for flossing your teeth. Yeah. So like, you know flossing what? Flossing is cool. You know what I do? Like, we sit and we talk. We I don't go over brushing or anything during the cleaning. I just sit. I talk with them. You know, if it's hurting a little bit, because if you don't floss and your gums are real bad. Yeah, your clean's gonna hurt a little bit. Like, I'm sorry. My bad. You know? Toughen up. Um, but then, so we said, we just chit chat, you know, just talk about video games. At the end, I'm like, you know, I have to go over this. And we just, we talk, we, then we go and talk about flossing. I don't make it seem like I don't wanna make, you know, like, you need a floss. You suck at flossing. How dare you? Blah. That was the worst part of always going to get my teeth cleaned, is getting yelled at by the hygienist. Yeah, like, like what listen gives- here, man, three, yeah. you need to get yourself into a routine of dressing your teeth three times a day after every meal to make sure you floss at least 17 times a day. <laughs> what gives you the authority to do all of that, huh? Make us feel bad, us yeah. innocent patients. Uh, Explain school. yourself. Yeah, I have school. a degree in hygiene, yo. I'm a professional. <laughs> no, but you just said you were one of the ones who who do it. My old hygienist, no, you know, was like, like so I probably have told this story before, but I went in for a teeth cleaning, and my hygienist, like my old hygienist, because now Kara cleans it, which a lot of people think is weird. It was weird for me at first, but now it's fine. She she knows the inside of your mouth more intimately than I, anybody. I know. Uh-huh. So um, and I still that kiss Kara? that mouth. I still kiss that mouth. <laughs> so it's <laughs> Kara approved. Yeah. So flo- So anyway, so I'll get my teeth clean, and the hygienist would clean a tooth, and then she'd go. <sighs> I remember this. Then she would clean the next tooth, and she would like set the tools down, and she'd go. <sighs> it was just I was stressing her out. It made me feel absolutely bad. It was horrible. Were we, we were either dating, we were dating or married at this point, and he came up. You were going I, to school at the time. So we were married. Yeah. And he, he came home and he told me about it. And I was like, tell him you don't want to see her again. Like, if you're going to get a hygienist, that is... It wasn't just me. It just seems like she didn't want to be there at all. Well, uh, from what <laughs> I hear... That's an understandable feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so I talked to the girls at work about it. And they said that she was like, that was her <laughs> last day at work. So I think, like, she was retiring. And so it's kind of like... I just want to get out of here. Yeah, it's like, who comes well, to... Who the, did you look up like who it was and then like follow it up? Yeah, right? And well, she's just like, I don't want to deal with a hard mode case today. <laughs> I didn't look it up. I, I should go back in your chart and I should see who's all cleaned your teeth. Brad says it probably tastes like black licorice. Yeah, because I'm the only one who eats it. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's why every time she picked it out. Because you care, you can smell what people like. Sometimes you can smell. Like, it's, I mean... And like, somebody, they eat a lot of Burger King. Well, I was going to say... you. You've gotten an Oreo mouth before, haven't you? I have not gotten an Oreo mouth. Really? Now, I... At least it would smell nice. Right. I have this wonderful patient. I love her so much. 
but she's been smoking her entire life. And <laughs> prior to wearing N95s, I did almost vomit from the smell of her mouth. And being pregnant, I knew I was going to see her again before going on maternity leave. And I did see her. I was going to have them switch her to somebody else, but I didn't catch it in time. <laughs> um, but fortunately, the N95 actually blocked the smell. So I haven't smelled nice. anything lately. Nice. N95s plus level threes in their face shields. Yep. Blocks everything. Uh, Gabe says, we don't have cool hygienists like hair in Puerto Rico. We have mean old ladies. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's See, like okay. if you graduate, so like the mean old lady hierarchy goes... School bus driver, lunch lady, dental <laughs> hygienist. I know. They're all grizzled from years. And then of goes back to, like, vice principal of the high school. Okay, something. so yeah. here, here, here's what you do, Gabe. You come up here every six months. Ah, get a guest on cleaned. Rise of the Podcast. Hey, that would be sick. And get your teeth cleaned. Just and, saying. And Jeremy will pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> the airplane ride, not the dental work. Not the teeth cleaning. <laughs> I, that's interesting. That, <laughs> I guess it depends. Would, One would be cheaper, for sure. Would does like our health insurance work in like Puerto Rico and stuff? Since it's U.S. territory, wouldn't it work both going back? The I don't see. I think it would work. Depends on like who the carrier is. Yeah, I guess. If, if, see if cares died. Is in network. In network is in net, network. <laughs> so <laughs> is there a bunch of stuff in Puerto Rico in one office at Tulum. Okay, here's the thing. I do have a patient that comes from California. Okay. One that comes in from New York, and one that comes in from D.C. All right, Brad, you can fly over, too. You yep. can fly into yep. Duluth, get your teeth cleaned, and then fly back. They just plan their family vacations around it. They Every six months, they'll come up, they'll visit family, get it's their It's a teeth really cleaned. good office. It's seriously the only place I've ever gone my entire People life. People come up from the cities all the time. They'll travel two, three hours just to see Lake Superior now. It's, it's, once you find a dentist, you can't give them up. Mm-hmm. That's Dennis the Menace. But I was going to say, so... I was logging on, and I, um, I liked any type of online purchase or any really even purchasing anywhere. I like to use a credit card, and the only reason I like to use a credit card is because if it because gets you're wealthy, if it gets <laughs> if it gets compromised, he we'll likes say. those sweet sweet points. <laughs> the reward points is totally worth why he does it. So. Um, mm-hmm. But if you, if it gets compromised, it's not your money. Francis cares not going in my mouth. <laughs> Um, yeah, after all the crap she's talked about everybody. <laughs> right, I got that smoker. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, so if, it, if it's on a credit card and you get a fraudulent charge, it's not on. It's not the money coming out of your like checking account. It comes out of their pocket first. So really, you could just say get bent and just never pay that bill if it came down to it, if they didn't want to resolve it. Yeah. But the funny story is, is I logged on. I just paid off my credit card. I literally, I pay it off each month. I just paid it off. I log on to check my balance, and there's over $300 in fraudulent charges on there from some place out in New York City. So what does he do? He immediately texts me and is like, Kara, where did these charges come from? Because Because it's always Kara going to Target. Who doesn't have access to his credit card? But it's in my wallet. It's just as simple as you pulling it out and using it. I have my own credit cards. Why would I use your credit card? I don't know. I want my own sweet, sweet ultra points. Thank you. All I want to say is I can't (laughs) call out and be like, these are fraudulent charges unless I verify that they're not fraudulent. Yeah, you know? how, like, yeah Jeremy's on the phone trying to muscle some guy, and the camera walks in, and it's like a $300 popcorn ball from New York City. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're like, what's up? <laughs> like, where'd you get that from? In New York. Anyways, the funny part about Just it was- covered in gold. There were separate charges, like a little over 100 bucks a piece, three of them, and then they- was one that same day from where I had lunch, which was at Jersey Mike's, which we bragged about makes an awesome sandwich here. Which so I, I Tuesday. I call up and I'm like, hey, these fraud these charges are fraudulent. And I looked and it says where the transaction was. So that was the card was 
in-person swiped in New York City, and it was also swiped in Duluth at Jersey Mike's. So I called him like, I got these fraudulent charges. And he, the guy's like, oh, well, there's one for the $15 at Jersey, Jersey Mike's, and then there's three here for $100 a piece. The fraudulent one must be Jersey Mike's. And it's like, <laughs> no, I got that $15 sandwich. That's clearly my lunch. Every other purchase I've ever made is in Duluth. And then the ones are in New York City. They're obviously fraudulent. And it doesn't say, like, online. You, It says whether it's online or in person. Yeah. It was in yeah, person. Yeah, like when I pay for some things, like on Amazon. If it's, yeah. if it's not the Amazon seller, it'll be like, such and such online, Montana, such and such online, Utah. Exactly. Right. No, this was in person in New York. So I checked today. They've been debited to my account. Or, like, it's been taken off my account. But it's just frustrating. What, not- what, so here's the question, Jeremy. What sketchy website were you on with your credit card? That's, that's what I want to know. Well, so now I'm eyeing up. Bigboobs.org. Right. <laughs> I'm eyeing up every single transaction. Because if you use a chip as a, like with the chip and the reader, your card number isn't stored on their servers. Yeah. If you it's swipe. A ch- it's a one-time generated yep, number. If you swipe, it is. So I'm, I'm like looking at every single retailer going, all right. Which one of you swipeys people compromise my data, you know? It, it could have been. Do you pay at the pump when you gas? I do, yeah. It could have been a skimmer. Yeah, it could have been a so, skimmer. So, so, so common. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> the only benefit to being poor like me is when people try like pull up your thing and they're like, oh, it's not even worth <laughs> stealing for this guy. He's got 12 bucks. <laughs> right. Um, I've literally had that happen before where somebody took my credit card, or it was my debit card, uh, information got taken. And I only had like seven dollars in my account for like a week until my next payday or whatever. And then it, there was an exact charge. It was like six fifty nine or something. Oh man, that exact charge as a prepay at a gas station in the middle of nowhere. So that person is like, oh, he's got <laughs> seven bucks. I'm taking six fifty. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. They were no. They took exactly what I had in my account. Oh my, oh, gosh. my gosh. So, so oh, they pre. So they saw they prepaid it. Yeah. Yeah. So they looked up how much I had and like so like they chip and pen. Yeah. Yeah. In an so. ATM. So, wow. In the, wow. They stroked you for every penny. Yeah. Which was like whatever. I called the bank and they gave me my six bucks back. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Debit card number. Well, so that's the little funny caveat to the story. Hello, Joshy. Hi, Joshy. (laughs) Nerdydentist.com. Oh, naughty. Sorry, naughtydentist.com. Either one. No, so here's the frustrating part. I should start a a blog on (laughs) nerdydentist.com. Brad um, says, I'm, I'm coming to notice that Kara doesn't have access to anything. What? She's got her own stuff. <laughs> I got my own stuff. Yeah, I don't need his stuff. I'm an independent woman. <laughs> I see. I'm just kidding. Um, but I, was, no, I was a strong independent woman. Oh, right. <laughs> so the most annoying thing is it's like, whatever. I, I've, this has probably happened. One time, uh, it happened like a year and a half ago or two years ago, but the charge didn't go through. I got a text on my phone. It said, um, they were trying to buy... The, the it's super famous in our area. It's in Shakopee, the uh, amusement park. Oh, uh, Valley Fair. Valley Fair. They were trying to buy tickets to Valley Fair with my card. Five hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, three three wax at five hundred dollars piece. So what happened Damn. on that one is it didn't even go through because it popped up on my phone. It said, "Hey, are you trying to make a purchase right now?" Because it was they're trying to buy gift cards, like five hundred dollar gift cards. So it like flagged. to Valley Fair. Yeah, it tried to flag like, it, like the, the point of sale so, system. Well, here's the thing, like I've. Every place I've ever worked, like a retail place that has gift cards, yeah. you cannot use a card to buy gift. You have to buy it with cash. Yeah, I they they, they really? flagged it. Yeah, when I go to Target, I, I buy gift cards. Well, like Target's a little bit bigger than the little store. Yeah, true. <laughs> but like their whole thing was like that was the number one way that we would get ripped off is somebody coming with a stolen credit card by, you know, yeah, six hundred fifty thousand dollars for the gift cards. <laughs> and know. then and then that's it. And then so, scratchies so. you can only buy with cash. 
Yep. So the uh, so the most annoying part, which did make me laugh, it made me chuckle, is once you get a new card number, <laughs> you got to all your auto pay is jacked up. Oh God, it's so, such like a myself, all everything, all that stuff's all auto pay on my one card. As I predominantly use one, and so I called in that it was fraudulent at nine a.m. By eleven thirty a.m., I had an email from my heating and conditioning gas company fuel or a natural gas company saying your credit card purchase was declined please make this right by paying your oh bill blah blah so it was like two hours later the first charge went through and i'm like of course well, like in, so in a modern life as a responsible grown adult there's just so many things that like you just need to fast track so you can just yes function as a member of society otherwise you're gonna sit at a desk writing checks 11 days a week who wants to do that balancing a checkbook um, <laughs> nobody wants to do that <laughs> So frustrating. Yeah, 32 on YouTube says that we had someone trying to use our Walmart account to buy a bunch of PS5s and stuff in California. Well, oh if they gosh. got them, if, as long as they shipped them to you, <laughs> let them try it. But yeah, no, anyways, hi, one yeah. Time, <laughs> one time fraud works out for you. Hi, yeah. So, yeah, 32, yeah. I'm just going to do a shout out. We haven't seen you. Um, I haven't heard you on here yet. We got a pretty good memory of who's here. So, welcome. <laughs> We're a nerdy Star At Wars podcast, but we tell, we tell crazy stories. We do all sorts of fun stuff. And that just reminds me of, so Chris, you've seen Breaking Bad. You've seen Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing, and it's Heisenberg's picture. And it's like, when I get on Twitter, and I tip a dollar, and then it shows Heisenberg, and it says, say my name. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, that's what streamers do, right? I mean, yep. they, they do shout-outs for their people, but yeah, that made me laugh. We need to turn on Super Chat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, oh, Breaking Bad's such a good show. It's an excellent show. So, all right. So, so we were talking about like all the new shows. Kara, what's the of the new one announced? Are you most excited for? Probably. Oh gosh. Oh Kenobi. And not Kenobi doesn't count. I, I, okay. we, we've known that one was announced. It's I'm part still of the most excited. Okay, Hayden Christensen. New new news for for uh, Kenobi. Hayden Christensen was announced to return as Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. I liked him as Darth Vader in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> it's pretty easy to play Darth Vader, to be completely honest. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, true. Yeah. It's well, true. You know, um, but Chris, be- David Prowse, too soon. Uh, Tiffany says, yeah, 32 is Jody. Oh, Jody! <sighs> Tiffany and Jody. I was excited. Well, hi, Jody. <laughs> yeah, 32 never commented when Tiffany was on the podcast. They might have, I don't know. There, there was a lot of commenting on that one, if I recall correctly. There was. Because Tiffany was illegal animal. Yeah, just an animal criminal yeah, here. I can't believe it. It's okay. I mean, All I did, the crimes. I did get a call from the FBI about Tiffany. They <laughs> wanted me to contact their, their info, and I said, nope, they hard drive s- seizure letter or bust, man. <laughs> they, they sent you a contact at Rise of the Podcast. Yeah. woo I got an email. If you want to send us an email, unless you're the FBI, then don't. Yeah. You can send an email to contact at riseofthepodcast.com, and we will like either read it on air or we will frame it. Speaking of which, you can Julius. challenge Jeremy to feats of strength if you want to. Or, Brad, uh, do you like the shelves? Tiffany and Jody, do you guys like the shelves? The shelves are new. Got new stuff on the wall. <laughs> she says, I've been doxxed. Yeah, exactly. But all right, Kara, what's your new show? Because Kenobi had been announced prior to the All right, most so new announcements. I am excited for Ahsoka. I'm hoping they figure out the Leku thing because I just can't let it go. What if they just had her bald instead? That'd be Did you say that'd be fine? Yeah, that's fine. Would you rather bald than inaccurate like who? I'd, I'd rather have inaccurate like who than bald, but... So, there you go. Stop complaining. Like, you tell me all the time bald's beautiful. You say that you like my bald hair. Okay, here's the thing, though. Ahsoka's like who are, like, flesh. 
So that would mean she would have had to have some sort of like surgery and all that, the, all that, everything. What if she yeah, tried to what, be like what Anakin? If, what if there was an accident sometime in between? What if somebody had the high ground? <laughs> she was on Mustafar. <laughs> sweet Lord, sweet Lord. Oh my gosh. Okay. They dripped too low and got into the magma. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, anyways all right. I'm so, looking forward so, to Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Chris, did you have one that stuck out to you? I mean, I, I'm excited about Bad Batch, but I think that yeah. Kenobi's... I mean, what, which one are we counting? No, I was just going to say... Mean, here's the one that I'm not excited about. The, the one where they add an extra droid to C-3PO and R2-D2. It's so vague and nebulous. I droid Tales? Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah. Droid, droid Tales, Tales is the, is the yeah, uh, right. ca- uh, cartoon one. Okay. Droids. It's just called, I think it's just called Droids. And that's where... They had a series called Droids already, though. Was it? Yeah, it was in like the 80s. Hmm. Oh, well, anyway. I mean, there could be a reboot. Who knows? Uh, um, anyway, so Tiffany says they're driving around looking at Christmas lights and listening to us. Oh, fun. Oh, fun. Send us pictures of the good ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Let's see. Bad Batch, I'm kind of excited because it do- does take place post-Order 66. Ooh, that'll be fun. That'll be yeah. a good area to fill in. So I'm excited about that. It's kind of, it's from what I read about it, it's them kind of trying to figure out their place <laughs> in the galaxy now. Droid tails, beep boop. <laughs> uh, people are commenting the shelves. Brad says a good marriage is built on lies. <laughs> so yeah. okay, so all right, so okay, I'm really excited. So, all right, so, hold on, just okay. I'm really excited for Rogue <laughs> Squadron, um, but we learned a lot of this stuff. I saw I, my go-to place. For all my announcements, Joshi and Gabe on the Latin Operation Forces, you guys, I've followed your like public press release on you listed all the shows that were announced. Mm-hmm. They're my go-to place for all my Star Wars news now because you guys rock. Uh, Gabe, you've been posting more on the Latin Operation Forces page. I've been seeing that, which is kind of fun because you're going to start streaming soon. Um, we're going to probably have a bunch of cyberpunk talk coming up. But one thing I wanted to do a little side tangent on is childhood books okay so uh, two books i read that had a very similar theme so we've been watching the vikings tv show Mm -hmm. right and i really just want to go out and cut stuff logs not people cut stuff logs cut logs with an axe like split some wood you know it's only fun for about five seconds then you're like oh this sucks make some (laughs) kid no then i can have a no offense kara but now I can have a cool Tinder bio, like we were talking about. <laughs> oh, I love the outdoors <laughs> for five minutes, and then I'm good. You know, I'm just. I better funny. be the only one you swipe right on. <laughs> so no, but you know what I said. So he just only swipes right if he sees logs in their profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> one of my coworkers brought up the book Hatchet. So nice. have you at least read Hatchet? I have not. Have you read Hatchet? I don't think so. So, all right. Well, I'm sure Brad has read Hatchet. I almost guarantee it. I put right, money on it. Let's hold on. Just wait to see if he says that he has. Okay. Oh, Gabe says he streamed on Thursday. He already has his cam and mic set up. Yes. Nice. Just uh, how was your internet it. connection? Just killing it. Right. Um, okay, so Hatchet. Explain Hatchet the book. It is. So it's about uh, a book about this kid who his parents are divorced. His dad lives in Canada and his mom lives in the U.S. And on the way there, the plane crashes. To where? Uh, to Canada. He was okay. leaving New York and I was on the way to see his dad. And the plane crashes, the pilot dies, and he's just got a couple things on him. He's got a hatchet, 
and then like you know a little fire starter and some tinder and he's got to use these things to survive and he makes it 52 or 56 days in the wilderness and then he gets saved or whatever he gets caught but it, it's the story about how he uses these things it's a little survival story so it's kind of like the martian but yeah just a kid in the snow right but it's written at a like a uh, 15 year old ish level okay that's like the target range for the book and I just well, remember Brad's only read one book in his life he said so oh, it wasn't that one got it sorry okay alright well I put a lot of faith in you Brad you could have lied no I'm just kidding <laughs> he's so, a big cliff notes guy <laughs> <laughs> yes so um, so we were talking about that and then there's two books that I always get mixed up and one of them was one that my dad swore that I had to read and I absolutely loved it as a kid and it's called My Side of the Mountain so My Side of the Mountain is about a kid who's sick of, just sick of life. Ryan, have you read My Side of the Mountain? Hatchet, he, yes. He's living My Side of the Mountain. <laughs> Hatchet, yes. My Side of the Mountain, no. So a lot of people haven't heard of My Side of the Mountain. So this kid runs away from home and he finds a tree and he like hollows it out and he builds like this tree house inside of this tree and he lives for a whole winter off of just, you know, things that he can procure for himself. Or a fun part I remember is deer hunters would shoot deer He'd run out and steal the deer, and then the hunters wouldn't find the deer, and then they would just leave empty-handed. Yeah. So it was like all these different ways. He trains a falcon named Frightful. He gets like a baby falcon. He becomes a falconeer. And it's just these like youth survival stories are just tying really fun in with like this. Uh, the Lord of the Flies. The Lord of the Flies, right? That's not really a youth survival story. That's more of a dystopian <laughs> no. future society story. But. <laughs> so what's kind of fun is... Um, this is why I love Star Wars, is the author for Hatchet. I'm trying to like figure out some books that I can read coming up. In the future, because Kara's illiterate. What are you saying? No, to the <laughs> to the belly, to the little kid that's coming uh, here. To Bean. I'm getting ready. Uh, oh, Methuselah Manthe. <laughs> so I looked it up, and the author for Hatchet has written four other books and Machete. Yeah, right. Shovel. <laughs> <laughs> so funny enough, right? Two. He's older. Plane goes down again, and he survives again. No. Yes. No. Yes. Three. That's no. No. No, I got to tell you this. This did make me laugh, although it was higher rated than the original one, which is funny enough. And the original one's like uh, got the silver medal on it, like it's a really good book. Three is what if he never got picked up after 50 days, and he has to survive through the winter. So the third one's like an alternate timeline. So that seems kind of cool. Okay. That's more acceptable than the the die hard paradox. (laughs) How could the same stuff happen to the same guy twice? Well, uh, we watched Goldeneye, and that made me laugh because Natalia's like, do you just get every vehicle you get in, you crash, and at the end, the Marines pick him up, and they're like, let's go, and she's like, I'm not getting in the chopper with him or whatever. (laughs) Because they crash in every single thing that he gets in. Uh, I love how you... That pen? Mm. Oh, the pen click? That's my favorite Goldeneye Boris, I'm I'm invincible. (laughs) <laughs> so, such a good movie. It's the best Pierce Brosnan one, for sure. Um, here's some streaming updates. So Brad says don't judge him for being a Cliff guy. No, that's totally No, fine. that's awesome. Uh, David says he watched some of Gabe's stream for a bit. It looked really good. Nice. And Gabe said, uh, I'm going to stream either later tonight or tomorrow in the afternoon. Then Brad says Where the Red Fern Grows is a good book. Oh, there you go. I, I watched Where the Red Fern Grows as a kid. Pretty sure I cried. Tuck Everlasting. That's that reminds me. Okay, Chris, did you ever read Redwall? Yes. Redwall's dope. Do you ever read Redwall? That's like Lord of the Rings for kids. That's right up your alley. Except instead mm. of... I didn't need Lord of the Rings for kids. I totally just straight up read Lord of the Rings. But all I'm saying is before you get all <laughs> high and mighty over there, squirrel feeder. Yeah. Redwall is a story of a mouse that's Legolas. Oh. So it's a mouse with a little sword and he goes on an adventure. I, I, cute. It's an adorable little book. I remember it's just a good book. rocking that out. 
There's What's some there's some Red stuff wall. in there. Red wall. Yeah, there's some real issues in there. Okay. So, anyways, it just Harry I, like, <laughs> Yeah, right. It just those were some books that had just come across my plate. Some work conversation that I was just mm-hmm. in, and it was some some fun reminiscing. All right, so back to Star Wars, really quick. Boy, we can't go to Star Wars yet because if we go to Star yeah. Wars, Brad's got to leave, so we can't do Star Wars. Yeah, yet. we got to wait until eight o'clock. One more week, Brad. Guys, we are we are sending he's, out. He mixed... said he was going to get it this week, I think, but I don't know if he's caught up or not. We are sending out mi- mixed signals right now because we said red would be yeah, <laughs> and green would be safe. <laughs> well, in this circumstance, hold on, what's this here? There's a new app that reads the cliff notes to you. Welcome to 2020. That's amazing. Yes. Don't even have to use your eyes anymore to learn to read. Okay, I never read any textbooks in college. Textbooks, <clears throat> I would always go to like... You, when you were studying for hygiene, you actually... I working. skimmed. I never fully read chapters. I, I recreationally to, purchase and read textbooks. What's wrong with you? For That's filmmaking fun. and stuff. It's so interesting. So here's the difference between me and everybody else in the world who hasn't figured out what they want to do with their lives. There's a thing that I want to know how to do, and there's a whole bunch of books that tell me how to do it. So I just buy them and read them, and it's like, oh, that's how you do it. That's funny. So I always go to the index in textbooks and be like, this is what I'm looking for. Oh, it's on page 398. Boop, 398. Oh, there it is. Well, the greatest thing about a PDF is Control F. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> figure out where you want to go immediately. I didn't have any online books for hygiene, <laughs> so. Oh, sorry, I'm unrelated. I was not paying attention to what you oh. guys were talking about. <laughs> well, was there a good comment? Oh, as Gabe said, he saw David pop into his viewer list, and he has like the eyeball emoji or whatever. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Old Yeller is the saddest. We're oh, talking just about sad yeah. stories now. He's not caught up, but next week he will be. All right. Yes. So next week, well, so we're going to put off talking about Mandalorian out of respect for Brad. But one thing we are going to talk about, it's cyberpunk, cyberpunk. time. Yep. Cyberpunk. Yep. All right. And so, so Jeremy and Kara are both way ahead of me. I, I Let me kick off the conversation. All right. This. You kick off the conversation. This is me just, I've got I gotta, have I'm a potato of a computer right now. Backing <laughs> up, going doo, 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 because I'm about to unload with my cyberpunk views. But you go for it. So, like, I had heard that it was coming out and it looked interesting or whatever. And then, like, randomly, what what was it, like, Thursday morning? Yeah. Um, I just I ended up waking up early. I'd gone to bed kind of early the night before. And I woke up and... Um, oh, it was Wednesday morning. Was it Wednesday morning? Because the game technically came out for everyone Wednesday night at midnight, and that guy got it early. That's right. So it was Wednesday morning. So a YouTuber that I follow, um, he streams, and I don't normally watch his streams. I do occasionally, but um, I normally just watch his, like, finished videos or whatever. And he was streaming a playthrough of Cyberpunk 2077. I was like, oh, that's cool. So I check it out, and he was maybe like an hour into the game at that point. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, before the uh, intro was over. Yeah. Definitely before that was over. Um, and he was just like messing around, and like his whole channel is built around um, breaking game mechanics, right? And he, and he like explains like why you shouldn't do certain things or whatever. Like if you're developing a game, he's like, you never do straight multiple multiplication bonuses with percent damage increases because they can just run away, right? Yep. And he was the one who showed me like if you stack all these different uh, pistol perks, all of a sudden you're doing like six hundred thousand damage headshot crits, right? Or whatever at like level ten. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crazy. Um. 
But so like I was watching, I was like, oh, this looks really freaking cool or whatever. And like because they he got the early copy based on the idea that he's like just showing exploits of the game or whatever. Like he could not show any of the story stuff. So when it came to story things, he's just like hitting skip on everything. Right. So that like people wouldn't like get like spoilers of the thing. Right. Like mm-hmm. literally it was just like the gameplay mechanics that could be broken that he was showing. Okay. And uh which is like really interesting and I kept on like visiting Jeremy's like this game looks freaking sick. This yeah. game looks freaking sick. So, so Chris knows I'm up at like six AM. So I'm getting messages from Chris super early. So it's like either A, Chris was up all night, or B, you slept like garbage and you were just up really early. But I was surprised to see messages that early and it was getting me stoked because I knew I had my copy pre ordered and I was excited to play. But you're telling me about all the stuff and I hadn't even really seen no one had really seen a ton of gameplay. We'd only seen yeah. like um Cinema, cinema, cinema trailers or whatever, you know, like and like all the cutscenes. The <laughs> things that really got me were like, I love robust skill trees. Yep, I love it when there's like a million different things you can try to do to to maximize your stuff. Yep. Did you see? I don't know if you've seen this yet. Actually, there are vendors that'll sell reset tokens for your perks. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. No, oh, really? it's a hundred thousand dollars. Holy mother! And, and Eddie's one, are hard to get. Yeah, and it's a and it's a one time. Uh, that's right, Eddie's. It's a one-time use thing, but it resets all your perks. Huh, that's cool. Um, I was at um, a Ripper dock, and uh, he had like a bunch of different OSs or whatever, and he had that, and it was like, whoo, that is a spicy freaking meatball. Mm-hmm. That but, was one thing that was really cool about Valhalla, is you could go back and reset any point you put in at any time for free. It was nice. So the in uh, in games where you can do stuff like that, like... um. Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. We called it going to college. There's a mirror, like a like this magic mirror that you go and like redo the things. Like, oh, I need more persuasion. Time to go to college and learn how to persuade people. And then you just go and dump your points back around so you can persuade the people. That's, and, yeah, see, it's nice. And, like, it's nice, but at the same time, it's like, if, it seems as though they have all of the avenues covered so that if you can't do something one way, you have another option. Yeah, it seems that. But anyway, so the things that got me is like, Deep skill tree, like I love looter shooters, and this one's sort of like that. Like there's oh, almost, absolutely, um, you know, like Borderlands, so one of my much favorite loot. games. Mm-hmm. So know, it's, but, like it's like Borderlands with an inc- amazing skill tree and actually a story. Yes, yeah. So what's fun is like everybody. There's games where people will die, and then the, their uh, gear objects won't be lootable. This it's like whatever they're shooting you with, you can loot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every gun that they use is, you yep. know, it gets to the point where there's so much to pick up. But like Chris got a perk that he called me and told me about is like where you pick up junk and automatically gets broken into uh, crafting components for you. I think you, I which got is, that because yeah. it's nice. Oh, it's, it's so handy because the crafting components mm-hmm. are way easier than even trying to figure out what to sell, what not to sell. It's like no, just give me all the crafting components and then um, a thing I was telling, I was going to tell you about is like you pick up a gun. It's usually worth between like thirty and eighty eddies. Where if you actually craft one, I think your crafted stuff's worth like two hundred plus. Yep. So it might be worth just breaking guns down, recrafting them. That was another thing he was talking about exploiting. Is like yeah. whenever you can see, whenever like so he was pointing out to the, there's perks that give you more materials when you break stuff down, mm-hmm. and can give you free extra materials or crafting costs nothing. Like you have the materials, you can craft it for free. Yep. And then there's a perk that lets you sell for I think two hundred percent value if you invest all the points into it. Mm-hmm. So it's like with seven or eight skill points. You can basically just craft up a bunch of stuff, then re-break it down, then craft it up again and break it down until you get like the best version, then sell for mad stacks of cash. Reminds me of just crafting Skyrim daggers to up your crafting or whatever, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. old school gaming exploits, you know, or like stuff like that was always really fun. I didn't realize how many things I did in Skyrim were actually exploits. A lot until years were. later. Yeah. A lot. Were. I was like like the the whole um Brewing potions to make your smithing better. Well, so you would to make your enchanting better. Yes. Yeah, so it's that like, was, it was the like trifecta. Enchanting, alchemy, yeah. 
So it's like I, I was walking around with like I was bulletproof, <laughs> and this was like and like made the game still super fun. Well, what was funny but, to me is that you could brew a potion to make your um, enchanting better. Yep. Then you would enchant stuff that would make your potion making better. Yep. And you would just go back and forth a little bit. And then when you got to a certain point, you would use the potion to make your smithing or your enchanting better. You would have already max level enchanting. You enchant a set of gloves or outfit for smithing. Yep. Then you take potions to make your uh, smithing better with the, the clothes that you have. And it's just like, yeah, you could go from making the top tier sword you could find in the game ever is like 150 damage. Mm-hmm. You'd have 1,100 damage swords or something. Oh, I, I, I had some that were like... F- 40 million damage. Like, bonk. Ridiculous. So, like, I, I remember looking up, like, the maximum effective armor value, like, where nothing matters after it, is, like, 400. Yeah. And I had, like, a chest piece that was, like, 30,000. And that yeah. You know, so it's, like, it just, like, literally, and it was, like, all that dragon bone armor or whatever. You could yeah. make cloth armor that was sufficiently that was made good. you immortal. So funny. <laughs> um, Gabe wants to know what paths we picked. Okay. I'm, no. I was going to coordinate it between you three, but um, no. Kara? I'm a nomad. Chris? Also a nomad, because I didn't realize she had picked nomad, otherwise I would have picked Corp. I picked Street Kid. So, there we are. Street Kid. You guys, nomads are different. You guys were out in the desert yep. as a street kid. I started right in town doing my thing. So How about you, Gabe? What did you start as? So like, like He's got Corp written all over him. I'm just kidding. Had I known that Kara picked Nomad, I would have done Corp. I would yeah. just see what the difference would be. Right. That was, I, but I, I'm more than happy to go back and play another character. But. Yeah. I was considering doing Corporal as well, but I just, I don't know. I didn't want to be. Why didn't nobody want to do Street Kid? David did Street Kid. Going up on the street. So, so the reason I didn't do Street Kid is because that's what the guy that I was watching the playthrough did. Ah, he did Street Kid. Got it. I don't know. That seemed like my kind of gameplay. I don't know. He did do Corpo. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. Yes. So how is it different to... I so from what I can tell, then. the first mission is different, and then it pretty much ties in from there, but you get your own set of dialogue options at certain points. Yeah, there's an achievement for using yeah. your origin as a dialogue option at least 11 times, I think. Got it. I've used mine a couple times. It'll say Nomad, and then whatever the, the reply is. I get a little symbol. Yeah. Oh, mine says Nomad right oh. in front of it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's different between PC and Xbox. It might be, or actually, you know what? It might be like a perk level skill that I was using. Well, there's one girl you can no. talk to, and it's funny you nerd out if you can like do a technology. I actually, you told Judy, me about that, and yeah. then later on that day, I had that Judy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Judy's Judy, awesome. 100%. She's one of the romance options in the game. Really? I didn't yeah, there's know romance that. options in the game. Well, obviously, it's not Pan Am. <laughs> I've been trying hard to romance her, and it's not working. She keeps turning me down. So... It's kind of a fun game. My um, character is sick. The first thing I did I'm super excited about her. is I played. I went to work, and my coworkers have kids that are about 15 to 16 years old. And yes, I'm that guy. I said, did your kids ask you to play Cyberpunk or to buy them Cyberpunk for Christmas? I was like, probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't <laughs> oh, let. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard M. I have yeah. to let the other parents know, don't let them sucker you into it. They're not just playing yeah. it to race cars around. Nope. They're not just playing it. There are defo glitches that show certain things that... So the, when you first start the game, you can choose to turn off mature content. You can? Yeah, there's a there's a mature content option. Oh, I didn't even So, that. But here's the thing, right? So the parent sets that. How hard is it for the yeah. kid to go back and change it? <laughs> you can't change thing. it once it's started. So as long as... But you'd have to start oh. a new game. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, the, I forgot. You have to be female to seduce Judy. Aw, bummer. You were right! Well, no, I was talking about Pan Am, but I was right about Judy too. You were right about Judy. Yeah. Yeah. He he 
guess that she was lesbian. Yeah, I guess so. So not a romance option for me, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. It'd be really... Oh, I want to say this joke. It'd be really fun. So you can, you can pick... Use your words carefully, Jeremy. You can pick organ sizes. <laughs> It'd be funny. I have was... a grand piano. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if there was only somebody you could have as a romance option if you had a small piano. <laughs> That'd be funny. A baby grand? Uh, yeah. A baby grand. <laughs> That's just funny to me. But uh, no, definitely the game isn't for kids. So oh, you can change it anytime in settings. I thought that it got locked once the. It would um, be baby grand. Grand piano, concert grand. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but no, it, it like, they make the video game called Witcher. And that's right. And speaking of like using an axe outside and everything, I love medieval fantasy environments. So mm-hmm. swords, armor, trees, mountains. When, Witcher is beautiful. Yeah. When Jeremy had first started playing, he's like, he's like, I know that you're into like the future tech. He said, he's like, I play a lot of medieval things. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to get into this. And then like, Maybe an hour later, I feel like he was like totally convinced. It, it, so there's a couple of storyline missions that really wheeled me in. One of them being there's a really nice side story about the taxi cabs, which are really funny. I I, I had him do that one. I started it, um, and then I was like, Jeremy, this is this is hilarious. I can't spoil stuff. Like, there, there's just tons and tons of t- like there's so many things that they so I didn't realize that the first. Depending on how fast you're playing through it, the first two to eight hours of the game is tutorial. Yes. Seriously. It's insane. I Um, couldn't believe when Jeremy, you got to the intro card before I did. Yeah, now Kara's passed me in the story. Yeah, I have. It it took me eight and literally eight and a half hours to get through the introduction. It's it's crazy. I I was doing as many side missions as possible. So I was like, I did so much side stuff. And then I was like, oh, dang, I didn't realize that it just basically didn't mean anything. <laughs> this is the, so even I just coming off of Valhalla, right? Assassin's Creed. So Assassin's Creed has a built in certain amount of stealth built into it, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's my problem with Skyrim. I always do a stealthy archer in Skyrim, like always. I try yeah. to do a different build. Nope. Oh, let me offhand some magic. Well, no, I want to make one like where I'm committed to just running magic or something, right? But anyways, so this game is the first one so distracting and like Far Far Cry games do it like you throw a rock or whatever this game the distracting actually feels like it works mm-hmm. so when you pull up your hacking menu it's like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna hack that camera to get that guy to go that way and then I'm gonna do that one to go get that way I'll split him I can silently go and silently mm-hmm. take him out like the stealth feels really really good in this game which is really fun it's and then fun the hacking like you were saying screw Far Cry hacking or not Far Cry Far- uh, Fallout. Fallout hacking with the computers and the the way they do the grid and the numbers, it's actually like a fun puzzle to try to figure yeah. it out each time. So. I mean, you got to consider though, like a Fallout happened. Well, what year did Fallout happen? Well, it was like it was like life got stuck in the fifties. Yeah, it was actually like later on. It was like still two thousands time. Right, frame but or, it, it was yeah. it was ba- very fifties. Yeah, it was, just, it was just like they're just two different mechanics for achieving the same yeah. thing. I think it's easier to understand how the puzzle works. Yeah, it's like for me, like puzzles have to meet this fine line between. Being complicated enough to feel satisfying, but easy enough to actually solve. Yeah, and I the the hacking in Fallout was like it. I never felt good when I got the hack. Yeah, I always felt like relief, like oh thank God I didn't get locked yeah. out of this terminal. Right, I agree. Okay, yeah. Um, so like that's like the big difference to me. Like it, um, literally, I had no idea. Like the first time I hacked something, I had no idea what I was doing. Nobody and I, does. And then I realized, like, okay, so it's like if you pick a thing, that row opens up, yep. and then that row, okay, so it's like, and then um, 
I was telling you, Jeremy, like, you can highlight the sequences and it'll show you the, each instance of each letter so you can start sort of pathing through. Yep. Because I didn't realize you could do multi-hat. I was always just going for the big one. Right. And then I realized, like, oh, I can actually go boop, 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 and get all three of them. Yep. It was like, that's freaking sick. I've yet to get a triple. I've gotten a lot of doubles, but not a triple yet. I, my first triple was an accident because of the way that it was laid out. It was like E9, E9, B9, E9, B9, C9, or something like that. <laughs> so it just automatically just went bip, bip, bip. And I was like, oh, I got all cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. So the, so the hacking is super good. The shooting, from what I've read, with the keyboard and mouse, awesome. The oh, the, man. The driving people, Chris, the people are ripping apart keyboard and mouse for driving. Okay, I'm playing on PC. I started with keyboard and mouse. And as soon as I had to drive with the keyboard and mouse, I plugged in my controller. And I was like, the difference between the two is like, imagine driving your car, except you're facing backwards and you're drunk. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Or you're driving a car and you have NASCAR level training. (laughs) (laughs) That's how big of a disparity there is between the keyboard. Like, so I literally, as soon as I need to get into a car, I'd rather run somewhere than drive a car. That's how little driving I've done in this game so far. Unless I'm forced to drive a car, I run. There's a couple times you are forced to drive a car. So I... Like riding, I prefer motorcycles in Cyberpunk two cars. No, I have not gotten on a motorcycle yet. Really, they're fun. So it took me a second. I told Jeremy the first time, I was like, This is hard riding a motorcycle, but now the more I drive it, like you run into vehicles less because you're able to like cut between yeah. two vehicles. There's a not- lane splitter over here. Yeah. Dang Why it? you just move to California? Carol? Oh, I have a story. This is okay. So if you, <laughs> it's just a spoiler. I tell myself We're that spoiling all the, time. the Mandalorian. Yeah, and but so, well, okay. Is. Well, the, I don't think this is a big spoiler. If you pick Nomad, you have to go drive into the city eventually. Yeah. The, yes. Everybody right? ends up. And in there's Night a city. checkpoint. I was going like 180 miles an hour coming to this checkpoint, and I literally hit. I I blew through and passed where I was supposed to go because huh. I was going. So like you're supposed to drive up, stop, and then drive into this checkpoint thing. Like Karen knows what I'm talking about. It's got like the barriers that come up. Yeah. I was going as fast as I could possibly go in this car, and I hit the thing and I go foo, <laughs> and I yes. end up on the other side of it. <laughs> And I was like, uh, uh, and then everyone's like, stop, you must come back and proceed. Oh and it didn't gosh. break anything, but I was super worried that I totally had glitched out of the game by jumping past where I was allowed to go. How did you do that? Because like, I, I, I was just going so fast. Good lord. I just, it, I, it was, I hit the barrier just right that the car went over it, and then it bounced over the next barrier after it deflected it off like the thing. It's like those concrete barriers at the border. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my oh car, my my car shot over and bounced and ricocheted over and went off to the through the other side. So then I was just parked out there, and I just got out, and I walked all the way back to do the stuff, and I walked all the way back out to my car. Good lord. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So David dude, fast travels everywhere. You miss all the side missions when you tra- fast travel, David. I uh, I have had some fun glitches. So I've had one where I call in a motorcycle, and if it c- comes in really hot, it doesn't end all before it gets to you, which is yeah. really funny. Yeah. I was driving a mission where you, there was a spot where you're supposed to stop, but you have to drive to it. And I was on a motorcycle, and it just stopped me. So I'm driving, and all of a sudden it was like, and I just came to a dead stop. I've like, had I had that happen. And then I've had one where I called in my motorcycle, and it just showed up half. It like rolled up halfway in the ground. But then when I got <laughs> on it, it glitched me. It, there, it didn't do anything, and then I couldn't get off. Oh. Nor for me to get off to. So I like I sat there long enough, just mashing the button, and I think it could tell I was off the map, and it just like 
boop, pop me off <laughs> off the bike eventually. Um, I get run over by cars a lot when I'm running places. Uh, Do you? It, it annoys the crap on me. He's like, it does the stupid arrow. You see the arrow animation, like it's a debuff, like getting hit by a car is a debuff yeah. or whatever. <laughs> the and debuff like, of getting run over. Yeah, you like sit there dazed for a second before you actually get up. So it's super annoying. I got killed um, trying to do a, a side mission. I was in a gunfight. Ended up backing up into the street and it would pfft, they got run over and got killed. Um, oh my! Gosh. There has been some. I've come across two or three fantastic Easter eggs, like no kidding Easter eggs. And there's one. Is a spoiler? So can I talk about it or no? I don't know. I'd hold on to it for right now because like finding the Easter eggs is pretty satisfying. So. All right, I'll let it roll. Anyways, there's just a famous voice actress that's in the in the game. That's extremely famous. If you've played other games, you'll know what I'm talking about when you get to it. Well, I was going to say, can you tell us who the voice actress is? I don't think that would be a spoiler. Yeah, you can look what? that up on like IMDb. Yeah. Well, yeah, unless you who. think it's actually like tried to be a secret. Well, no. it's No. So just, is it when you get to it, I was like, no way. That is that character. It's it's the persona of which the voice actress is playing that's the secret. Because okay. they did it in such a way. So imagine if I told you guys, think of uh, like um, Christopher Walken. You guys would know what he sounds yeah. like. Yeah. You don't, nobody knows his voice actress. They know the character she portrayed. So it's it's the fact that it's the same character in this. Just Oh, okay. It's okay. fascinating. It's really, really good. Okay. And then there's even... You know Keanu Reeves? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then uh, there's some dialogue... There's been some. There's there's been a couple really really good Easter eggs I ran into that has just made the game. I actually haven't found any Easter eggs. Uh-uh. You, you'll have get you, have one. you okay? Have you found a purple or orange weapon yet? Uh, yes. Purple. I have not yet. Yeah, I've never really? got purple. I I almost have enough components to just craft a purple weapon. I've gotten a few purples. Here's I what's funny to me. I haven't gotten a purple weapon yet. I have a purple di- little tiny blade. It's a five inch blade, and I enjoy just running up people and like, and um, I've killed a couple people that have sledgehammers. And they're green or white sledgehammers. So my little tiny five-inch knife will do 400 damage DPS. <laughs> my sledgehammer will do like 150. And it's just funny oh to me. Oh, my gosh. It's like, if you were to tell me I had to survive in life with only a sledgehammer or a knife, I'd take the damn hammer, you know. Well, what's funny, Chris, last, or last night when you were at our house watching Mandalorian, you saw my sunglasses and you're like, your sunglasses have more armor. Than the rest of my armor entirely. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous the armor rating that assigns that gets assigned to these things. I was literally wearing um, oh, a, a tank top and shorts and basketball yeah. shoes. It was like my like high tier armor at one point. I was like, this is so stupid. Well, so he, oh so here's what gosh. was really funny. I was one time I looked like um, a genie. I had like these the hot pink and purple Zuba pants. Uh, yep, hot pink and purple. That's Zuba. what I'm wearing right now. And it's then, so bad. For my headpiece, I had a ball clava. So it's like I've got like these poofy neon pants with balaclava. Oh, you, you know think that's I, bad? My top, I have a tank top, and then I've got a vest over top, and the vest has that really big, like thick bo- neck like guard the, for the the people who like disarm bombs and yeah. stuff. That's what it is, like this thick chunk of armor, well, and then I've got the balaclava over top. It's so bad. I have a bomb diffuser helmet. Yeah, and then I have a, a tank top that just has like a big collar on it. That yeah. And it's not like the bomb diffuser collar. It's like a oh. big, like, popped collar. Oh, mine's a bomb And it's a tank top. Oh, And then my I'm gosh. wearing a, a, a red, like, striped lace, like, suit. 
It's and then I'm wearing like uh, big old like muddy boots. It's um, terrible and like cool sunglasses. Of so here's what I've noticed about the armor drops in this game too. Katana is sick, by the way, Gabe. Katana um, is sick. Uh. Katana is sick. The armor drops. It'll be like it'll be like five for a piece of item. And it'll go five, five, five. You get a drop. It'll be like twenty five. Mm-hmm. And it has happened to me so many times. There's no like small increments. It's always like big jumps. So it's like, oh sweet, this shirt was 15. Then I got a 30, and now I just picked up like a 47. And then I think yeah. I just picked up a 59. I think the bomb vest um, that I have is like a 40 something right now. So it's like I get all these big armor jumps, but I got one of the funniest hats, and I got a glitch that worked in my favor. So scooter from Borderlands. It's like um, the soft hat. It's like a bomber hat. Yeah. But like a mechanics wear specifically. I got one of those, and it's my highest armor item. But when I put it on, it doesn't show up on my character so I'm going back to just my head okay so this is what that's what I like about uh, Valhalla. Valhalla yeah you can choose to hide what you're wearing yeah so you so can say like, I want to wear this or even Terraria you can have like look yeah armor yeah. and then mm-hmm. actual armor stat yeah. armor yeah so I would totally hide the balaclava I would hide that stupid bomber vest you, you know, know like in Diablo, you can do, um, what's it called now, transmog, transmogrification. You just take your item, you put it in, you pay a little bit of gold to make it look like something else. That's cool. So you get all the stats, and you're mm-hmm. one thing, you get the look of whatever you want to. Yeah. Um, I've I've been debating. I have not seen if anybody has explained whether or not it's worth paying to upgrade your armor. Right. Because like there, there's, in particular, because I got this tooltip, because I, I found an iconic pistol at white rarity, of course. Yeah. Um, but it has it, it has the crafting upgrades to upgrade it to green then blue then blah, yep. blah 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 right, and um so and it, some of the that, upgrades are pretty hefty requirements though yeah like, it takes a lot of good resources, and but the the tooltip specifically said like you know it's like you can keep guns throughout the entire game basically if you pay to upgrade them yep, and I was like well so should I even like. Should I just find the armor that I think looks the coolest or has the most mod slots or something and just pay to upgrade it? Or should I just keep finding stuff and replacing it? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like... Because, like, they're, granted, if depending on how long you just want to grind, there's infinite crafting materials. Right. But, like, I only want to spend a finite amount of time playing this game, so am I better off right. just continually upgrading my armor and looking stupid? Or should I find an armor set that I really like and just pay to keep craft upgrading it? Right. See... I think right now I'm just going through and wearing the dumb things as I go. Yeah, and that's what I've been doing too. Because eventually at some point, I feel once you get to a certain point, it's going to look cool. Yeah. It's, well, it's like, like Is that negative return? Like, yeah, you'll, you'll, you get to a point where there's not a lot of increases in the armor stats anymore. So it's worth it investing into, like, armor that you can yeah. spec mm-hmm. out to how you want it for... But I hate things. the way my character looks right now. I look absolutely yeah. stupid. And the, the gun <laughs> stats are really all where it's at right now anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. Like your gun stat makes your character. Oh, my sniper. <laughs> charge sniper rifle is so good. I have that. I have a six-shot revolver pistol that nice. I have a silencer on. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I have, a, I have a scope and a silencer on it. This is the one that I had the three bullets and got three headshots and three kills. That's sick. Um, It's like, and it's just, it's so, like, the thing is... The silencer only gives you a damage increase if you're stealth and undetected. No. So as soon as I get detected, I have to switch to a different gun. Because otherwise there's a big damage penalty for having God. a suppressor yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, like, it's so freaking OP. It's That's li- cool, though. Like, it's so freaking cool just be able to go, like, just, like, line up, be like, do-do-do, lining up my sniper shot with my pistol, pistol yeah. and just go, pop. Sounds like, like a hand cannon. Mm. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I don't know if, how slow you play through the game. If you put 
a shot on somebody, it'll show you how much health it'll take away. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, like, the interesting thing is, like, the way that it calculates it, it'll show it'll take a quarter away, but because I'm, I have the stacked headshot bonuses and crit chance bonuses. Yeah, it'll do so much more. It doesn't show it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so it's like, I'll line up, okay, okay then I'll hit it, and go, boom, and they're immediately down. And then everybody else has, like, some time to react, so it's like, depending on how fast you are, you just go, pop, 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 and they're gone. And it's, oh. that's super satisfying. If they survive that, I'm kind of screwed, because then I just I have to switch to my auto pistol and just, like, spray and pray. And then <laughs> <laughs> There's some, I've got, I picked up two really cool pistols, too. One looks like the um, Sunshot in Destiny. Oh. Yeah, it's a long barrel with a That's nice, awesome. Like, thick. It looks sick. It looks really, really cool. Super, super fun. But all right, it is 8 o'clock, so it's time to talk about Mandalorian. Oh, I suppose. Uh, do we want to do Star Wars leaks and then Mandalorian or Mandalorian first? Let's do... Star Let's Wars do, leaks are probably yeah. going to be Mandalorian, but Gabe or uh, Brad might not have to leave if we start with the leaks. All right, so we'll start with Star Wars leaks. We'll get that pulled up. We're kind of dropping some frames or whatever. You know, I, there might be a lot of talk about what... Disney announced. That's true. That is true. The High Republic. There's so much High Republic stuff coming out, which is super fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Come on. So Chris can do a little scrolly scroll and kind of see what's what's going on for the Star Wars. Yep. Do I feel like changing the colors? I don't know. (laughs) Well, if it's all Mando, then probably. Our internet is running so poorly right now. <laughs> you slash the Burger King, nice. Huh. Okay. Are you in top for the week? Oh, I'm not. I was in hot top week. You've called Riveting Chris for everything. Kara's like, <laughs> you recording? Yeah, no. do you want to sit back here, Kara? <laughs> yeah. Are you in top? I'm sorry. I just want to make your life easier. Burst our bubble. So that's guys. good. I'm sorry. Oh no! Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, yeah, that's drum roll. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's basically all Mandalorian. All right. So Should we just jump to Mando then? Yeah. So let's Rob. talk about the Mandalorian stuff, and then we can do a little bit of Star Wars leaks at the end of the Mandalorian discussion. So are we changing the light color for Brad? Yeah. So well, yeah. Well, whoever has you, you guys start talking about it. I'll I'll <clears throat> switch everything to red. All right. So this is exactly what my fear was, and this was I'm not spoiling anything yet until the lights go. But this week's episode. We knew was going to be a follow-up to last week's episode. Uh-huh. Like, As episodes do. Uh, di- but not wrap anything up from last week's yes. episode. Yes. So it's like a, di- like a divert. We had to like go watch a little story. And it, it was good. It was really, really good. Um, I'm just waiting to like go to Spoiler Town here because it's going to be just a whack it out of the park for a story. Oh, there we go. Hold on. I got to get the other set. I see red on one side. We're red enough. Brad, this is your warning. We are red. We are going live. Okay. So obviously, here we go, Baby Yoda, or Grogu, was picked up by Moff Gideon. Yep. And, guys, we knew that he had to go get Bill Burr. So the thing I liked about the episode was that I didn't want to watch a prison break sequence, and that's not what we saw. No. So that is is what I liked. Marshall Dune. Um, So we didn't have to watch that. So I like how they did it. They just, just jumped... 
getting him out of the jail. And then from there, though. And I think I had said something about that where it's like, it'll start, they'll already have him basically. Like, wow, what a crazy adventure we had. Yeah, and I, I loved that so much more than, like, how they did that. So that was a big relief. The everything from there on out, I absolutely love the episode. I just really wanted to see it get it resolved. So now it's like we have one episode left this season. That's it. And then it's going to be, you know, it's going to be, that's it for the season. Another ten and a half months of waiting. (sighs) But, like, everything was awesome. We got the TIE Fighter. We got Slave 1 dropping bombs. We got, That was actually a Star Wars League. It said the sound we've all been waiting for. There you go. See? It's like. At that point, Jeremy paused the show Turned on our sound bar, and like he didn't, he didn't even know. He like the Tie Fighters started falling, Slave One. But up. they were behind him. That's what the thing was. And Jeremy was like, "Nope, guys, pause, <laughs> just in case." And he turned on the sound sound bar and cranked it up. <laughs> Literally, like two seconds later, the bomb dropped, and it was like, yeah. "Bong." And so the way it cool. like cut through just the ties and nothing else, it was so sick. Oh, that was so, so satisfying. And then going going down and seeing Cara Dune and. So Ming Na Wen's character, I forget her name, and they they just kind of smirk up. They're like, "Yeah." <laughs> so Kara told me this earlier, and I don't think you were there for it. Um, the Imperial officer that they shot, Chris, you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but that's the Night King. Yep. Okay. That is a major villain in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. like the villain. Like well, isn't five se- five five seasons. Isn't the Mandalorian uh, Game of Thrones? He's also Game of Thrones. Pedro Pascal was. Was he opposed to the guy that they killed? No, it's completely different. He was fighting for revenge. He was fighting for a land of sun and shine. And uh, Night King is just trying to freeze everybody. Yeah. He, he never. He's like the Frost King from Adventure Time. Yeah, right. Have you guys watched Adventure Time? A little bit of I it. I have not. You guys need to watch Adventure Time. Well, it's got um, my favorite Bender in it. Yeah, John Devo- Yeah, he plays yeah. Uh, the, the Jake, Jake the dog. Yeah, Jake the dog and Finn the human. It's such uh, a good show. I thought that was cool that the Imperial officer was the. No, that was super like, cool. And then oh, he had to take off of his helmet. You know, and then oh, the just like he compromised he for, for Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, Grogu, uh, whatever you want. The best part about the episode, besides the bong, was when he called. He literally just like smack talked Xbox Live, teabagged Moff Gideon with his. Yeah, I'm coming for you. You don't know what you did. Like, yeah. I'm on your channel. I'm coming in. Get you. Like, and Moff Gideon actually looked a little scared, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, he was like, "Oh man." I mean, he's actually coming for me. I Mando is gonna get Grogu back. Like, no matter what it takes. What if Grogu's evil now? He's not. Don't say negative things, Chris. What if Grogu's dead? You stop saying even negative or What things. if his corpse is evil? <laughs> it's like the zombies in uh, Clone Wars, the Night Sister zombies. Yep. Night Sister, Grogu confirmed. Negative. Yep. We did it. Acolyte confirmed. What no. if he switches to being a Darth Maul? <gasps> oh. He just like paints his face. Can you imagine little baby Yoda's body oh. with little legs? No. So <laughs> little, little mechanical legs. Carrot. Somebody did a redo of that specific version of uh, Baby Yoda, and they painted it to look like Padme. I've seen that or one. Queen Amidala. Queen Amidala. Okay. I've seen Queen Amidala. Sick. So it's I've got the, seen like, Maul as the, well. The red gown. It's super yeah. cool. People are taking them and, and the, yeah, yeah. It's actually really cool. They should do one like Han Solo. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> I don't Look, know. Do a Chewbacca. Put a little wig on him and yeah. a blaster. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And then like the blue pants with the red stripes. It'd be baby super cool. Yoda. Oh, baby Yodsters. Stolly's famous. Do C-3PO, baby Yoda. Just all gold. Give him a pumpkin bucket. Yep. 
<laughs> but the, so, so okay. So then the other thing I love, I Bill, Look at that robot dance. Bill Burr oh, in there Mandalorian is an awesome <laughs> character. Um, we're talking about the Mandalorian here. Stop making C three PO dance. Um, no, Bill Burr is is an amazing performance. His quick witted, high paced voice like acting it just it fits i love the character and the counterpoints that he'd bring up for stuff too it's like like um not necessarily the most optimistic but maybe like and not pessimistic either but like the most sort of like grounded in the reality of what star wars is right and like the argument that he got with got into with that commanding officer guy talking about it was like oh yeah it's like it's like did it it benefit the people that we murdered did it benefit the people that we lost in the way did it benefit the systems in general yeah Kablamo, kablamo. <laughs> he saw the um, the terrorists like attacking the thing, or when they're driving through the town, and he's just like, like these people are living their lives. They'll be here long before they're here, be long after, or whatever. Yeah, like, we're just foreigners occupying yep. their land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he views the New Republic like, what good did they do anybody type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's just one different form of leadership, you know? So his kiss, just his character was awesome. I was, I'm like, was really surprised they brought him back. It was done really well. I did love the episode. It's just you can't steal or kidnap Grogu and then not resolve it. Like mm-hmm. that is a hard thing to wait for, you know. Yeah. Um. So I would, but as filler episodes go, or as a transitionary, like from that taking a break and doing that, I, I loved it. It was it was really fantastic. Yeah, I loved I loved Car- the the two women snipers just that was sitting sick. up there just popping the up short all trooper those like laying under the vent and then just boom and then <laughs> yeah popping the short troopers off and the Wilhelm screams you know off the side of the edge. It, I thought this was a really good episode. I, it was solid. There's a lot of action. Boba Fett's armor looks Boba Fett's the, now. The, yeah, the mint paint job. Like, dang, we didn't even see that in the the original three. Like, <laughs> his voice is epic. Yeah, it's just so good. Than... Like when they're yelling out, he just has that authoritative mm-hmm. like voice, uh, which was really really good. You know, so you tell I can't imagine you got Matt and Peter Pascal has like an authoritative voice when so he's like tells uh, Boba Fett to do something. Like, listen to those two talk. I can listen to an audio book or conversation of. <laughs> Pedro Pascal talking. talking to Tamara Morrison and their voices just <laughs> yeah. all day. It's kind of funny, like at the very beginning when the Bill when they go and pick up Bill Burr and he sees uh, Boba Fett. And he's like, "Oh, I thought it was gonna be the other guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so awesome, uh. so so good. Uh, and then they let him go at the end. It, just the whole episode was fantastic. It's super fun. I it, was kind of hoping he'd get his cool shoulder blaster again. Oh yeah, he has a yeah. I yeah that was, that cool. was from his life of crime days. Yeah. And he wasn't even that angry, like, it held anybody that responsible. The the stupid thermal detonator time frame was a little ridiculous, though. They yeah. slap it on there, and it's like, beep, 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 25 million years later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you minutes know. It's late there. So. Oh, so speaking of SpongeBob's voice, the guy, Tom Kenny, is the voice of the Ice King in uh, oh, Adventure is he? Time. Yeah. Oh, funny. Is also the voice of SpongeBob? Yeah. That's awesome. Interesting. It, it kind of sounds a little SpongeBob-y at times, too, but... It's like you should watch Adventure Time. I will. I'll, I want to watch the regular show because that's got Mark Hamill as a gorilla. Yeah. Oh no, he's a Sasquatch. Oh, he's Sasquatch, not yep. a gorilla. Yeah, skips. God. Yeah, skips. Oh, he's awesome. Boy, the guy Rigby. What are you doing in here? <laughs> that's what he sounds like. Yeah, that's totally. like the best skips impersonation you'll ever hear. See, <laughs> that's exactly what he sounds Mark like. Mark Hamill. Oh God, his story is so freaking good too. He's like battling intercosmic. I'm not gonna spoil it. It's it's really freaking good in the regular show. Yeah, like yeah. it, it kind of like. The, the episodes don't really lead to anything, but, like, the connected canon that ends up building about these characters is insane. Hmm. And Skips, in particular, is the biggest badass ever. That's awesome. 
and like <laughs> like how he got his name like how he started like they call him skips because he skips everywhere but they're like what what people call you before you called skips and it's like it was like how does how did you why do you skip everywhere and it's always this thing and then they actually like explain it and it's such like a fool like right in the feels story huh. it's so freaking good that's and they're cool. only like 12 minute long episodes. You could watch the entire series in like a couple of days. Oh, That's cool. Dang. So, yeah. I'll have to crush that. Yeah. I think we got a couple comments. Anybody <laughs> want to talk about their experience Mandalorian, what you like, didn't like, let us know. We'll gladly. This is a two way street. Oh, we. Uh, you. Who mentioned that one of the. Um, I can't remember the. Yeah, 32. Who was, who was that again? Jody. Jody. Jody said the storyboards and the credits had Poe Dameron in them. And then we'd, That's what Jeremy I said. said it, but it was as an Imperial officer, it looked like. Yeah, but yeah, so it's like it, a striking resemblance, but like he would have been two been a years kid. old. Yeah. Um, Gabe says a hand to hand combat scene was amazing. Mm hmm. Hand. Well, the, on top of the, on, on on the, top of the freighter Red, thing. Redan- Redanian truck. Thank goodness for bringing that up, Gabe. I am so sick of BA characters getting their butts kicked in hand-to-hand combat to just barely make it at the last second. I felt like the Mandalorian was in control the entire time. Yeah. It was a breath of fresh air to traditional Sickest fight part, scenes. He beats everybody off. There's the one last guy at the end of the Redanian uh, uh, truck. He picks up the spear and just goes, <laughs> blasts him right off. I don't know, it was sick. And just like casually walks up to the thermal detonator that's on like been on one point zero zero for about ten seconds. Uh-huh. Then picks it up and throws it into the How many thermal like I just Okay, like, that was a little ridiculous. When they all show up and they all have like sixty-five thermal detonators rolling I know. around. Well it's just like it's like so originally you saw how many just one thing of Yeah, pirates. show up. Yeah, and, and then, then it was that two. one, and then there was two, and then it was three, and yep. then it was like five, and it's like, come on! Yeah, it's like you only ever see one or two, and then all of a sudden, nope, there's like five there. <laughs> what? Like, no? <laughs> yeah, it's just like one of those things where it's like, come on, guys, yeah. come on! <laughs> but oh yeah, it, just, it was a very, very good episode. Now, was this this episode that they mentioned Operation Cinder? Was yes. it the, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bill Burr brought it up, I think. Yep. It was the Imperial officer did, didn't he? Well, they they or when they're talk- talking together, yeah. it got brought up. And I think the only other time we really hear mentioned is either in books or in Inferno, Inferno Squad. If you play Battle Battlefront 2. Was it Battlefront 2 then? The story of Battlefront was? 2 is. Iden Versio? Yes. Yeah. All around. I thought, that, I thought it was cool that they actually tied it in now to a TV show. It's, it's that connectedness. Like, so it's like yeah. you got this reference here. There's um, a compass in either The Last Jedi that Luke goes and finds in Battlefront 2 as well. Like, yes. that's in there. The compass to find uh, the two um, thingy-majiggies. Luke found one of them. The Holocrons? The, the Holocrons to get to Exegol. Yeah. There's a compass that points to the Holocrons. Ray's got oh, one. Oh, so it's like the, the compass that uh, Jack Sparrow has. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. There's the one like that Ray finds, desires. and it's like the yeah. knife. And then there's one that... that okay, uh, can we talk a second about how stupid that freaking dagger is? I know, it is really dumb. Like... You think about the logistics of what you have to do to manufacture that dagger, right? Right. The the Death Star has to have already been crashed in that place. You have to go and stand on that exact spot of the beach, make this freaking dagger, and know that it's like, okay, so this giant sphere that can be tumbled in any direction has to point exactly to, like, right, and, like, it just points to a point on the side of the stupid Death Star. Yep. And you're like, oh, I know exactly where that room is. It's so, like, See, uh. you know what's awesome about the Mandalorian? He's got the little tracker, and it just goes beep, beep, 
when it's close. Like, yeah. they could have done that for the, uh, the holocron thingies. You or know? have her use the force. Right, I was going to mm. say, you'd think there would be some force sensitivity to, like, draw her to the holocron. Instead of like, if only they had that mechanic, right? To stupid freaking dagger! Like that, that's not like the thing that the only thing that I like don't like about that movie is that stupid dagger, and it doesn't so, even look like it's made out of metal. It looks like it's made out of plastic. Seriously, hot metal. Right. Um. No, and then the people didn't like the horses on the thing. I didn't mind the horses. Whatever. I don't the give a crap. Horses they're gonna, they're, or whatever. They're always gonna do something stupid like that. So. Ah! Riding horses, but Chris is like, no, the dagger. No, the dagger seems a little ridiculous. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But anyway. solid episode of Mandalorian. I think that's probably about it for Mando discussion. All right, let's for do the, the, the leaks real quick. Yeah, here. fire up the leaks. Uh, Hayden Christensen returns to Darth Vader. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Lucas on why he decided to not make the sequel trilogy. Uh, I saw a thing about that, and it really hurt him to have to sell, like to sell. Lucasfilm, but he just knew he he wanted to live his life and not make videos. Yeah, yeah. Movie. In 2012, he was 69 years old. The question he was gonna he was asking himself is, "Am I gonna keep doing this the rest of my life? Do I want to go through this again?" Finally, I decided I'd rather raise my daughter and enjoy life for a while. <laughs> totally worth it. They uh, need to hand the reins of Dis- of Star Wars over to Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Yep, hundred percent. So yeah, Tamara Morrison responds to Bowers' reception. I'm blown away by. The warmth that you all conveyed in the messages and comments. Oh, he's amazing. He's absolutely Still getting used to the social media thing. After all, I'm just a simple man. <laughs> yes. Well, that was the quote from Django. And it's so funny. Yeah. We think of Django as his dad, and it's, it's him, him as well. Yeah. It's so funny. There's a moment he described about what it was like putting that armor on, and it was, like, breathtaking for everyone involved. Like, yeah. Because he wore the armor again. And imagine, you know, he wore the armor in 2000, early, the early, early 2000, basically 01, 02 time frame. Imagine, like, 20 years later yeah. getting out. I find it interesting that he basically is wearing the same kind of pants that Ahsoka is wearing. Oh, really? Have you noticed that? They're probably really popular pants. <laughs> Apparently, wherever so they both roomy, were, they right? I just think it's interesting because it's like the harem kind of style pants. Yeah, with the, with the with the cool belt buckle and I don't yeah. know pants. Oh, it's it's just like I think Aladdin pants. Oh, okay. My yeah. my cyberpunk character is also wearing the same kind of pants. I, I think MC Hammer when I think of those. Oh yeah, they're harem harem pants. They've got like Jasmine wears or Aladdin or whatever. I can show you the force. <laughs> but yeah, Soka wears those. Together. Oh my gosh. Razor Crest is no longer with us. Hey, that was last week. <laughs> Um, also, I, I didn't hear anything about Acolyte except for the title of it. Are you guys familiar with what it's going to be? Well, so Juliet tagged us, and I'm yeah. assuming an Acolyte is a Night Sister. So it yeah. might be about Dothamir and Night Sisters. I really and... hope it's something about the Night Sisters because that'd be sick. The Acolyte will be a mystery thriller following the dark side emerging during the end of the High Republic. Yep. That sounds okay, so yeah, it must sick. be Night Sisters. Yeah, it must be. Because they find I mean, out like they... a Mother Talzin, Old yeah. Daka storyline or something. They kind of deal with dark magic and stuff like that. Uh, let's see here. Children of Blood and Bone. What's that? I have no I think idea. that's another Disney Plus. I don't think it's necessarily Star Wars. Yeah, so all but... the Lucasfilm titles announced on the Disney Investor stream. So it's Children of Blood and Bone, Star Wars Visions, The Mandalorian, Lando, Droid right. Stories. So you're right. It was Droid something. Uh, Rogue Squadron, The Acolyte, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Willow. They're bringing Willow back. Interesting. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, um, Warwick Jr. Or oh. Warwick. Yeah. Uh, Bad Batch and Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. Really? Yep, Indiana Jones. I saw I heard that. I had never even heard that one. Yeah, they announced uh-huh. there's going to be another Indiana Jones movie. Huh. And it's going to be the last one they make. 
until they reboot it with another actor. Ah. Uh, and then yeah, there's a, obviously the last spoiler is Din Djarin out of his armor in the Stormtrooper armor without his helmet on. And everybody died but Bill Burr. Yep. I thought Bill Burr was going to die because of that. You know like, why? Right. I love that he they had his train table up <laughs> and his seat back in the full of. The right hey, position. yeah, four thirty-two is also a big. Uh, well, at least Tiffany is a big Weird Al fan. Yeah. So. Uh, Weird Al quality. Okay, now I got to figure out these dumb dumb lights. Turn them back to green. Yep. So yeah, that would be the big thing. I guess we'll just finish up with. Um, this is probably the last. Not probably. This is the last time you'll see Kara with her belly. Yep. Because she'll be dead by the end of the week. I get induced on Tuesday if he hasn't shown up by then. So, so. yeah, if he hasn't joined the world yet, he's here, but just out into it by Tuesday. Uh, we're going in to have uh, to have them start the process started. So, so like what time? Yeah. Like twelve one a.m. Tuesday, noon Tuesday, uh, 4 nine a.m. Nine a.m. Tuesday is when I'm scheduled. But I mean, I have to call them and make sure there's not five million other women having babies that day. But fortunately, it's not a full moon, and apparently, full moon is when women go into labor. So I should be solid just to calm up. His original like, due date was kind of closer to a full moon, wasn't it? December 22nd was The 29th his... is the full moon, so it'd be closer. Yeah. Yeah, so the 22nd was his due date, but they said last Tuesday he was eight, uh, estimated to be 8 pounds, 6 ounces, and they're like, we want you to have a natural birth, not a C-section, so let's get this thing rolling so I don't deliver a 10.5-pound baby. And he has a massive head. And he's yes. got a be- head. Mr. Big Head. His head is greater Mr. than the 95th percentile. <laughs> Bev, Rocco's in this hammer, but she's a gun. I love That's what he sounds like. No, well, no, that's Mr. Big Head. <laughs> yeah, that's what he sounds From Rocco's Modern Life. I know. Um, Spunky is his name. Spunky's the dog. So he goes, yeah, Bev, Spunky's in this hammer, but she's a gun. <laughs> Spunky's such a naughty dog. I love Mr. Big Head. <laughs> Rocco. <laughs> Oh my god. He's my favorite character. I love him. <laughs> so, so good. But uh, no, so as you know, we talked about 23andMe and that I'm like 96% Neanderthal. I, That's I had a where joke his big where, head's coming from. Um, <laughs> I had a joke where, so at work the other day, you know, you know, the best thing about vacuuming is using it as a blunt object to move stuff. I love it. So, like, we're cleaning up, it's the end of the day. And so it's like, I'm trying to be nice. So I start vacuuming. And it's just so awesome. It's like, there's a table in your way, or like you know, there's like a crumb or something right next to a leg of a table. Oh, just ram the entire table until you can get it with the vacuum. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like wham, wham, wham. People sitting at their desk not getting out of my way. Wham, wham, wham with the vacuum. You know, oh, come over here. Wham, wham, wham. Just use the vacuum as a weapon. That's the best thing, right? And so somebody said, like, man, you're like caveman over here vacuuming. I'm like, well, I thank you. Yes, I am. And I am. It's caveman training, Neanderthal, but. Oh, it's just Lord. so fun. They're like shaped and they're hard because you got to be able to like have the handle, the brush rotation, and everything. It's mm-hmm. Perfect for just whacking stuff, you know. So satisfying. Modern day so. club. Modern day club. Uh, Brad asks, "Have you seen So I Married an Axe Murderer?" I okay. have seen that actually. I have I'm not. not. Uh, and then Latin Operations Forces says, "We're all hoping the best for you, Kara." Aw, thanks, guys. We're excited. That's why she's <sighs> the kid's name is going to be Domingo. <laughs> exactly. And, we'll, and that will be revealed. Uh, we'll message on Discord, the Latin Operation Forces. Keep yep. you guys, let you know how everything's going. No pictures or anything, but just like text updates. <laughs> Boo. That's Boo. Right. <laughs> live birth, live stream birth or nothing. Nobody uh, wants to see that. 
<laughs> tasteful angles, of course. Oh, okay. All right. Thelmany was wishing that it would, you would just like go into labor on the podcast. A lot, but no, a lot of people were like, "What if it happens during the podcast?" Like, somebody else told me that I worked with. They're like, "Be so cool! Like, imagine growing up and then being able to like you see, like, the, exact see the exact moment. moment you're like, like, I'm ready. <laughs> you know, see Kara just oh." Time to go. She's out. You know. <laughs> Here's the thing. Contractions take a while to go from the beginning, like, oh, there's something, to, all right, time to go. So, I mean, I even, like, with the like basis of beginning contractions, I probably would have gone through this podcast just fine. Just saying. Actually, I know how we're going to take it out. What's the date today? What is uh 12-12. Okay, we're going to finish on this. All right. Wrapping up early. Cool. Lego advent calendar. Oh, dang, okay. These are kind of hard to get. <clears throat> no, we, I don't have a top down for this. I got mine, but I got this back in like August. Okay, so these things are kind of hard to get, so we're just going to do a couple here. Show mine. We're going to do a couple here. So we did the first on the first and the second on the second, but we quit on the third <laughs> because I've heard of a thing called Build in the Bag Challenge. So on the third, we got um, Kara tonight to do this. She built Luke's hut in the bag. In middle camera. Middle camera. In the bag. A little, a little more to the right. A little, that should be where the focus grabs. Maybe you're a little too close. Ooh, I have it set under your face, I think, actually. There Put your hand behind it. Makeup artists do it all the time. So there we go. Look at that. Too she close. Built the, she built the... It, well, you saw it. She built it in the bag. That's so cool. It took me so, four minutes. So we have... Like from, exactly four minutes. From <laughs> the 4th until the 12th, we're going to open up right now. Oh. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Day four of the advent calendar is... Boom! We got Luke from... When is that Luke? That That's, is Farm Boy Luke. Tatooine no. Luke. Yeah. All right, Kara. Is that binoculars in his hand or yep. a black? Okay. Uh, we, uh, Binox? Here we call them Binox. Okay. No, just kidding. All right. Day five. Here we go. Wait, Let's are we check. building these as we go or just hold I mean, them? if you can't build that in the bag, you should quit. All right. So this one we're not going to like open. We're going to do a build a bag with this. Oh, Lord. Um, This is the Razor Crest. Oh, heck yeah. So hey, that, that's what it looks like now. Yeah, right? <laughs> Wait, I'm building that right now? Okay, and then day no, six. No, we'll save that for us. We'll save okay, that. Okay, I was going to say. Day, do you want to open one of these, Kara? You want me to keep going? You can, you can keep going. Okay, day six. Here we go. Oh, we got the Dorito TIE Fighter. So this will also be. Hey, that one's worth 80 bucks. Uh, but yeah, right? A build in the bag challenge. All right, day seven. What do we get day seven? Oh, it's got the Porg on it. Kara, go <gasps> ahead, do the Porg. Oh, let me see. Day seven, please be the porg. Oh, it's uh, it's Sith Trooper. Kara got a Sith Trooper. Go ahead and do day eight. I'll build the Sith Trooper. Think you can do that in the bag? Yep. Eight is an X-Wing, which will probably be another in the bag build. Cool. Nine. Uh, oh, Dio's on this one. Let's see. It's Ray. Rise Skywalker Ray. Uh, ten. Why can't they just put these in order? Making a pregnant lady limited brain capacity. <laughs> ten, oh, a tennis deal. He's so cute with a little Santa hat. Oop. All right, hand that back over. Fine. Okay, you gotta do eleven and twelve. Eleven and twelve. Here we go. Eleven and twelve of the advent calendar. <gasps> the Falcon. 
This is a Millennium Falcon. Look at how many pieces that is. That would be a hard build in the bag challenge. That is intense. I don't think that could be done. Somebody did it. On, on the Bantha Bricks page, somebody said, somebody posted and they're like, build it in a bag, they said. It would be fun, they said. <laughs> Kara, I take it back. You can open 12. Okay, yes, please. Is it? Did you open it already? <laughs> no. It's the pork. Ooh, it's the pork. Kara got the pork. Is that two years in a row? Oh, wait, did they give us? Oh, it almost looked like there were two bags in here to make two porks. I was like, Dang. Double porks. Chewie's getting one for dinner. No. <laughs> yes. Okay, so now we're caught up. We are now caught up. If you guys want to see a 60-second clip, it's not out yet, give it a couple days, of Kara building some of these advent calendars in the bag, hop on over to Brickable, and you can see on our YouTube shorts that she is doing this build-a-bag challenge. And I haven't done one because I don't think I can do it. I so. think you could. Didn't you just build that dude in the bag? That doesn't count. It's a minifig. Yeah. That's like playing with Duplos. You <laughs> have mistaken minifigs before. <laughs> I know I have. That's when they've got capes and stuff. And pauldrons. The or pauldrons. The pants are on backwards. Oh, man. It's got me. It's okay. So that's pretty fun. So we've got tons of fun stuff to build. Uh, I highly recommend. Lego advent calendars are just awesome. If you haven't ever got one of those, I... Pick one of those up. They're just fun. Give you something to do. Well, they make day. they make Star Wars. They make Harry Potter. They, I mean, it's they make different ones. I really like this build in the bag thing though. It's kind of fun. It's really a little challenge. So what you got to do is with a full Lego kit, like a thousand well, pieces. They come in separate bags though. Yeah, but build everything you can in the bag. Oh man, that would that that we'd probably be the first people to do it, and that would be who a strug. Uh, Joshy says he likes our Lego builds. I don't know if I said that or not. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Thanks Joshy. Uh, and then Brad says, uh, in reference to Swire, married an axe murderer. He says, watch it, laugh your butt off, but wait for the part where he makes fun of the kid with the big head. <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, Chris. Well, it's about that time, I it's suppose. About that time. Um, yeah. Is there anything that we didn't talk about? Uh, we did listener mail. We'll just do one more listener mail thing. If you have any Star Wars related stories, anything that you want to challenge Jeremy to do, anything you want to talk about, any way you want to shape or guide the way the podcast goes, feedback, criticism, well wishes, or death threats, anything you want to send yeah. to us, contact Tell at us to make it 10 dot Tell com. us to make it 24 hours. <laughs> so, uh, I know Jeremy's, you'd make Jeremy's Christmas. You would. That's what we should do. We should. Everybody should send Jeremy an email for Christmas. I would actually, he would love it. I would. I would really like it. That's all he wants for Christmas. All he wants for Christmas. Can you is change a this Charlie you. Brown Grinch right, over? Well, if you, oh, sorry. I have a joke. If you liked it this far in the video, it's just it was a joke about Santa and he got a new reindeer called Hacker and tells <laughs> Santa how people are naughty or nice on the internet. All right, comment down below uh, if you like Jeremy's joke. Subscribe if you're not already. Ring the notification bell to be notified every time we go live or upload a new video. Thank you guys so much for watching. And, of course, may the force be with you.